Welcome to Marriage Can Heal Podcast. If you're married or you are single and thinking about marriage, then this podcast is for you. Drop the beat now. Hello. Hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Hello, everyone. <laughs> we want to thank you for joining us today on Marriage Can Heal Podcast. That's right. My name is Pedro. My name is Tara. And we're your host for the evening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we want to apologize for last week, a little bit of, you know, doing the podcast, but then also having our own lives and doing things and get busy and with children. Just, yeah, with children and yeah. travel and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. We, you know, Sometimes life happens. Life happens. We just can't get you on know? there to do the show. We wanted to, but time did not permit us to do it. So, but oh. just to know in our hearts, we was like, we got to get this done for next week. Oh yeah, so. definitely. <laughs> to the point that I actually um, left work. Well, I didn't leave work, but I had a lot. I had a moment of freedom. Freedom. Yeah. In my work schedule, so I, I shot home so we can do this. Yay. <laughs> and see, you know, that's the commitment level that we have with our podcast because I, that's how excited we are about talking about marriage and just the different things that we can do to help our marriages grow. That's right. Right. And not to be broken. Definitely. Right, right. So how was So as you as we said, we had a really busy week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to London. Yes. Uh, we had a nice little travel. I had a nice little travel down with the kids on the train. Yeah, you actually did the train, which you never do. I know, but I had a, a good time. The kids were so excited. Yeah. Um, we got on the train. My my son, me and my son is too much alike, okay? <laughs> he was freaking out. I was freaking out. He's like, Ma, get on the right train. I said, we're going to get on the right train because they had different on the monitor. We'll tell you how to depart you know, through the different trains. He's like, Ma, I think this is the one we need to get on. I said, no, Pedro, I think it's the other one. And we just kept going back and forth. And he was Oh, just, trust me. I know. His nerves was up. My nerves is up. I said, Because you're calling me while I got a client in front right. of me. And I'm saying to the client, I apologize, <laughs> but my wife normally don't take the train. So she's called. And it was like, oh, it's fine. Go ahead. Do what you got to do. Right. Then I have to order you the Uber. Right. And like, oh, you're ordering your, your wife an Uber. I was like, yeah. They're like, all right, cool. They know. Go do what you got to do. And they just send their pay. Well, they, we're talking anyway, so right. it's no big thing. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, "Oh my goodness!" And they're like, they just laughing. They 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 got a kick out of it. To be honest with you. <laughs> but I, you know what? At you know, it's just it just shows that you know I I want to do it again. I really want to do it again because I just want to build my myself with confidence. doing yeah confidence and just getting on the train and stuff. Because mm-hmm. I've never been that type. Coming from the south, from Birmingham, Alabama, in America. You don't get on trains and tubes and stuff like that. You and have a buses. car. You don't even get on the bus. Right. So you get in the car and you go, you got to go, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, my God, I can get on whole trains. You can't, you can't so my find, anxiety level was. You can't even find your way out of a paper bag. <laughs> my anxiety level was. You're right. Because I'm really not good at directions when it comes to finding stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. husband, where we going? You know, he pretty much always leading the way. But most times, if I have to do it and I don't have no other choice, I really I look at stuff way beforehand so I can know exactly what. So it's no surprise I to had me you later. All planned out. You did. I said this you is did. what you. Here's the app for the tickets. Right. Here's the app for the family and friends rail card. <laughs> this is where you're gonna go. Yeah, the whole itinerary I just laid you, out. I sent you the picture of the Uber card. Yeah. Said, this is the card that's coming <laughs> to get you. This is his name. Right. I sent him a message and saying you're picking up my wife and three kids. Yeah, he told me. 
He told me, and one thing I love about the trip, it all started out really well. We prayed before we left home, and then we got in the car. The guy was so nice. He we was talking the whole time. He was telling me about his family, and you know, just everything. And it's a, it's good when you can get in the car and feel comfortable with an Uber driver that you don't know. And he was just telling me about his family, and I was telling him. But he was like, your husband told me what his wife and children. He said, oh, that's so nice. So you know, yeah. I was happy because actually, funny. Heard the funny thing that the. The couple that I was, the clients that I had, right? They was actually saying, "Oh, that's good that you um that you're putting that because you know, um, they said their friend one day in London got into an Uber, mm-hmm. and it wasn't an Uber; it was actually a drug dealer's car. No way! And got into the car and was like, "Okay." And the guy looked back and he said, "You really want to get stabbed today, don't you?" Wow! And she was like, "Huh? What? What you? You're not a Uber. You're not a." And he was like, "No." No way. And she had and so she jumped out and they said the type of person she was, they kind of they kind of you know think that really happened. Like they was like that really probably happened because that she is out. she is like, you know, very free spirit, very free. Right. And she was just like she just don't oh, you know. And then I tell them about the remember the time I told you I was sitting in my car right. waiting to go in and a lady jumped into the back of the car. <laughs> And I was like, I told you next time. I was keep like, the ma'am, doors I do lock the doors now. I was like, ma'am, may I help you? And she was like, you're not a cab? I was like, mm, no. She was like, oh. But most times you can kind of tell sometimes if they No, they, here you can cabs. tell because they have, they have little plates on the back. They have signage on right. the side. Yeah. I thought I was well, unless, you, unless you got like an undercover taxi. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Uh, I don't it's know. Crazy. Why she thought I was a cab? Because <laughs> nothing on my car shows that it's a cab. Oh, I mean, no. it's a is a nice car in the sense of it looks like a cab, but yeah. it's not a cab. Yeah. She probably said, Oh, let me get in this thing and drive, you know, whatever. You know, but was he like, was he was just really I just really like how nice the guy was and mm. he knew, you know, what you said with the husband. I mean with your wife and children and yeah, I always tell them the taxi. Always, and whenever you picked up whenever I do Uber for you, I'd say you're picking up my wife mm-hmm. and whoever's with you. Right. I always put so that they know. Because it's not me, because I'm the one ordering it under my name. Right. But I want them to know it's not me, it's somebody else. Right, right. So right. that they know. Mm-hmm. I just think that it's good that they know. Yeah, and I think he that he appreciated that. Yeah. I think Because he, he gets in, he got three kids and a wife. He's like, I thought it was just one guy. Yeah. He, he, That's he, not fair to him. Right. Yeah, right. So, I, so he like, suspected the car was nice and warm when we got in. Yeah. It was very, you know, it was just nice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it helps you, you know, I'm taking care of my wife and kids. I know. Try to. <laughs> Marriage can heal. <laughs> <laughs> so then but you yeah. you did you did you got that nice and, and then God blessed us because I was able to drive into London, which I hate doing. Yeah. And I actually found a parking space like right in front of the train. <laughs> it was unloading, but it said don't leave your car unattended or we'll be towed and destroyed. So I was like, okay, we're not oh leaving this car I no know matter one thing. what. That's why when you was like, look, I'm like, I'm not getting out looking for you. Right. No, that was fine <laughs> because um when we got off the train, we was like, we was pushing. I was like, guys, come on, because people just gonna be walking fast and they they're not gonna say excuse me, they're just gonna keep walking. Remind me of New York a little bit when we was in Times Square, remember? Yeah. And he was like, he was like, Bay, just keep walking, they're not gonna think. Mm-hmm. So that's what I told the kids the only thing is my daughter kaya she grabbed my purse and held on to it and my son was right behind me but my daughter sky she just wandered off into something that she walking sometimes she could be in her own world but as so she was walking and i was like sky so i'm yelling sky come over here come on girl for, you know because it's raining now we're trying to find you know find you mm-hmm. and everything so she finally you know walked over and i said peter you should have got your sister hayes and you should just been over here and then i had you going the <laughs> wrong way because i didn't realize you was behind me yeah so i thought you was in front of me so i'm like come towards me and you was like what i'm like well go the opposite way of the crane and you was going to, and then you and then 
God made it work. So yeah, he we did. Got, we, anyway, then, we found then you, you popped up behind. I was like, "Oh, you're behind me." I thought you was in front. Of me. Yeah, I'm waiting for you to come from the front. Yeah, you came from the back. I was like, "Okay, cool." No, yeah, you know what? Then we have to get in the car and get down back and get out of out of London. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, I, I like the train. I would say, I would say, let's do the train more often. Yeah, and now we got the family and friends rail car. We can do that. Yeah, because it does knock over to make a good amount of money off of there. And it helps you because you don't have to drive so much. You know, yes, drive I do. I'm looking forward to taking the train because I'm am tired of driving. I mm-hmm. will admit that sometimes I do wish I can just relax and just enjoy the ride myself. Yeah. And then we so we went to London because we had a good friend, Josephine, our sis. Yes. Uh, you know, a beautiful friend. <laughs> yes. Invited to her birthday, her 25th birthday party. We had a wonderful time. We had a wonderful time. Yeah. Yeah. And so we went to that. But before that, also, I was already down in London because I had. A job commitment that I had, mm-hmm. so I was I was in London from Wednesday. Well, I wasn't in London; I was on the outskirts of London. Right. But um, yeah. So Saturday evening, mm-hmm. uh, my job had a Christmas due, as they say here in the UK. Right. <laughs> and we went to the Tomb Raider Experience. Tomb Raider Experience. Yeah. Wow. Not tumor. Oh. Tube. Tomb. Tomb. Oh, okay. Raider. T U B. T O M B. Oh, T O T O. The movie Tomb Raider. Oh, Tomb Raider. Okay. With Angela Jolie and then this new girl. I never that seen did... it. I never seen it. Oh my god. Anyway, yeah, you don't watch. <laughs> oh my goodness. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So we went to the Tomb Raider experience. It right. was pretty nice. We was we had groups. I think we had four separate groups of eight. Right. So about 32, 34 people. Mm-hmm. They split us up. Um, it was really it was kind of funny because. Uh, it was we got into the, a group team two, right. which was like my case managers and me, right? And we got in, and while the girl was trying to say, she said she couldn't, she doesn't speak loud, right? Mm-hmm. So while she's talking, I honestly could not hear her because there was so much noise, right? So I kind of leaned forward, not realizing I was leaning like how it looked, right? Like I was like almost in her in her space right but i wasn't trying to be in her space i was just trying to hear right so all of a sudden she kind of stood back and looked at me and i was like what oh i am so sorry i said you're talking really low i can hardly hear you she was like oh so everybody started laughing because the way i was like <laughs> leaning everybody was looking at me like why is he leaning to the left like right why is he leaning that way and i was like i can't hear like she really does talk low wow so once we got that all sorted it was pretty fun we we had to find like artifacts yeah and we had a guide and the fun, they said, oh, don't touch the guide. You know, they don't like to be touched. But he was touching us. And I'm like, wait a minute, which way does it go? He, they, We can't touch him, but he could touch us. Oh. I was like, but he was cool. He was a real cool guy. Right. Um, And they do, it's, an act, it's a whole acting thing. They act out everything. They talk, you know, they interact with us. They ask you questions and you have to respond and things like that. Then you have to find stuff and all these things. And it was like two things. I call it the trust fall. The trust fall. Yeah, because mm. it was like a ledge. And it had to be eight feet to ten feet high. Right. It was pretty high. Mm-hmm. And pretty much the only way to get down is either to jump and land on your bottom. Right. Or to just put your hands on your chest and just lean and just fall backwards. Wow. And believe it or not, I did it not once, but twice. <laughs> I, I can't yeah. believe you did. And, I, and they was, because they was all like. I don't know. Look, let's just because I was like, if I don't do it, I'm not going to do it. So I just went on the edge, put my hands, and just. Boom. I was I was pretty shocked that you said you did. And once I did the first time, I was like, oh, can we do that again? That was kind of fun. <laughs> so yeah, it was pretty fun doing that. Oh, um, I want to go. Well, we need to have eight people. 
Oh, we, it well, needs to be eight people to go. They don't do. I think it has to be eight people. But yeah, it was pretty. It was it was a lot of fun. It was not pretty much fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and it was a little um harrowing because uh we had to be in like these like dark. We got put into the cavern mm-hmm. into like the tomb. And then he shut the door and was in like complete black. I mean, you couldn't see in front or back. Wow. So how did you? You just have to. You just have to. You have to feel your way no, out. No, we have our hands and knees. We have to crawl. Oh, we have to crawl your way out. Oh, gosh. And then you start hitting stairs. So then you come winding around the stairs and you wind around the stairs. Mm-hmm. And then you come up to an opening and then you kind of stand up and then you're, you know, in the opening. Right. But yeah. So for about, you know, he said that anybody, he asked first, he said, anybody scared of the dark? <laughs> anybody claustrophobic you know he asked these questions because he's because he knew what was about to happen right and i was like eh, a little bit he was like i was like i'll be, I'll be all right but man it was dark i was for man listen if we was in there for about 15 minutes i don't know wow you know maybe because i knew i could get out mm-hmm. but if if we were stuck in something like that and you was like you know you're stuck oh you, we would have been freaking out yeah well definitely. of course but that was fun like i said you know we uh did a couple of things. I think you had to take these bow and arrows and shoot at a screen, mm-hmm. you know, because the cars were chasing us and stuff and things like that. It was, it was like I said, it was a lot of fun. It was a real nice team building. Oh. And then I went to a Lebanese restaurant, I think mm-hmm. called Marouche, off of, um, it's downtown London. Mm-hmm. Oh, they bought so much food. It was ridiculous. Wow. They bought like three different types of chicken, three different types of lamb shredded and, and, and skewed and, um, rice and pita bread and the sauce that was really spicy. Mm-hmm. With, oh, it was really good. Oh wow! So of course, you know, I ate my heart's content. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, and then, then I got the phone call. Mm. Got the phone call from the wife. Yes, and my daughter. No, it wasn't for me first. It was I got from... the phone call from my daughter. That's right, Sky, mm-hmm. saying that Kaya was. One thing I've learned about Kaya: Kaya is cool when if I have to work. And I'm away. Right. But if she knows I'm not at work and I'm away and she's and we're in the area, she tends to want us to all be together as a family. She doesn't like us to separate. No, she don't. It's not it, her it, thing. It it, it 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 bothers her. It does. Cause she her thing is let's do this as a family. Yeah, she always yeah, because even when you know? on Sabbath afternoons or even if we're just home, she's like, Oh, can we play a game as a family? Yeah. She loves to do family things, which, which is, is a good, good thing. Which yeah. is a good thing. Yeah. I love that about her. Oh, but yeah, that girl everybody was, be like, um, give us was, five minutes. <laughs> she was, she was really, ooh, she was acting a fool. No, but you know what? I wouldn't say she was acting a fool she per was. se. In, not yet, but I was just saying, and, okay, fine. You she know, initially, act, I don't mean it in a bad way. She was just really upset. Yeah, say that, say that word. That's more nice. So she, um, she was blowing up. Josephine was telling her how to do the, um, the balloons for the decoration, and as we was doing them. She was doing really well. She really, really was. She was blowing them up with a little pump. And she had did a couple, about five or six of them. And she was doing X. I thought, oh, Kai, you're really good at it. So as she kept bringing me that balloons to tie up, I think at some point she lost her rhythm. And then she just wasn't doing it the way she was doing it before. So she was getting frustrated. And I think I saw her go from like, okay, one, she, I saw her getting irritated. So she said, okay, I'm going to keep trying. And as I, she kept going down the scale, I saw she better hit 10. Okay, in a minute, because she just, it's not working. And she's trying to get Sky and Pedro to help her, and it just wasn't, she was just mad. Yeah, no. By the time she reached 10. No, she wasn't mad. She was upset. She was upset. By the time she. Because she's very, she wants to do things perfectly. She, she, she's very, she's a perfectionist. Yeah. And she wanted, when, when the thing is, she told me, she said, Auntie Josephine told me how to do this. And to her, she had a job to do. 
Mm-hmm. And the fact that she wasn't able to complete that job, she then became frustrated. Yeah. And, and then she was like, well, daddy's not here. He can help me, but he's not here. So where's my daddy? So <laughs> then I'm getting a text. Daddy, where are you? Daddy, are you in traffic? Right. Daddy, are you on your way? I'm right. like, I'm still eating, girl. Like, can I eat and then come? Like, and I almost left. Yeah, but I was like, "Well, please let her calm down," because I really would like to stay and eat. I finally, and then... I finally, when I, when I, when the last time I looked over and I saw Lupita trying to calm her down, I actually said, "You know what? Let me stop for a second and take her outside to get some air." I actually needed some air myself because I was hot, and so we went outside and we talked, and you know, yeah, yeah. it all worked out. It did. It all worked out, mm-hmm. even though we had to kind of. I won't say threatened, but we have to tell. Look, no, if you said, don't stop crying, I told her if you don't we're stop going crying. home. I, I said, told her first. Yeah. I said, if you, I said, sweetie, if I get there and you're still crying, we're gonna have to leave. I said, until you're not gonna see until the thing. We was in a, we was in a, we was in an environment that the crying was not gonna be tolerated. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but either way, all right, you feel what I'm saying? They're not. They was not tolerating the crying. <laughs> they was not gonna be like. What's wrong, little little girl? What's wrong? They was looking like, uh, why is she crying? <laughs> Could she be quiet? Right, but she um she finally when I told her, say if you want to stay at this party, she loved birthday parties. She said, if you want to stay at this party and eat some cake, then you need to straighten up. You need to fix your face. And mm-hmm. she finally did, and she said, yeah. okay, mommy, I'm ready. And after she, I let us, we walked around. Sky let her listen to her music on her phone, and after that, she was cool. Yeah. And then when I got there, she was real happy. She was when she saw you walk through the door. She was like, okay, daddy's here now. And she was. Her vibes yeah. level went all the way down. Yeah, she was calm. I think the whole initial thing, like you said earlier, she just wanted to have us all together. And then all even I, together. even though I ate all that food, I went and got some more. I was like, I had said. <laughs> no, this what happened. I went to go get just a little bit of mac and cheese. I was like, I got a little space left over. Let me. I just drove, you know, for about an hour. You know, I'm kind of hungry. You know, you that was that was stressful. And I I did walk. I walked from the restaurant to the car, and the car to the to the to the you know to the facility. Okay. But anyway, and Josephine just piled on the the rest. It was only a little, it was a little bit left. She gave it all. To, I was like, I don't need that much. I was like, you know, I find whatever. So I ate it. Yeah, it was good though. <laughs> it was. The food was slamming. It. Yeah, it was slamming. It was good. Oh gosh. But yeah, so that's pretty much was our weekend, and then you know, got home mm-hmm. and got back to the hotel, and then um, came home yesterday and mm-hmm. just relaxed and just got ourselves ready for today. So you know, it's, it it's went fast, good. but it was it was a good fast. Yeah, it was a good fast. Yeah, and yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Yeah. So we're gonna get to our topic because mm-hmm. we could talk all day. About that's right. You already know. Weekend. Yeah. So we're going to talk about keys to a happy marriage. That's right. Uh, we've been talking about marriage. We've been um, changing. We changed our name to Marriage Can Heal mm-hmm. because we just feel that marriage is at a impasse of that. It's being attacked on a regular basis every mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. from our children to the husband, to the wife, to the exes, to just things of that nature. Right. There's so much tragedies of divorce bitter ex-spouses right there's so we have confused children because we're not telling them what they need to know we're trying to i had a conversation with a lady the other day and she said that she tells her children partly the truth mm-hmm. and i said to her maybe you should tell them the whole truth mm-hmm. because if you just tell them partially the truth and then you get caught in that lie right the first thing your children will say to you is well uh you lied right so and well, she said, you, you said. know, you know, that actually happened the other day. And I said, see, mm-hmm. so after I left, she actually said, you know what? I'm going to start telling them the, the whole truth, even if it hurts. Yeah. Because you're right in the sense of that 
you know, me telling them partially the truth to try to save their feelings. It's not, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I told her, you tell them partly the truth and they go outside to their friends and get the whole truth. Yeah. They may get the wrong truth. Yeah. So we need to tell our children the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Yeah. Definitely. So help us God. Mm-hmm. So I just want to point that out. Yeah. But, you know, even if your marriage is going through tough times, mm-hmm. even if your marriage is good right now, you know, you can always improve a marriage, even when the things are going well. Definitely. Uh, you know, we just wanted to just do a little different today. We're going to look at some Bible texts and some Bible verses mm-hmm. that will provide guidance to help us with our marriages. Definitely. To give us the advice that comes from the one true creator, God. That's right. That will, you know, help us to just work on our marriages and understand what the significance and what the importance of being married is all about. Yeah. So with that, we will pray. Okay. And then we'll get into the, the discussion. Yeah. Okay. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for bringing us through another week and weekend safe and sound. We now ask Heavenly Father as we go into this topic of marriage and the importance of the keys of happy marriages, that you will take our words and our minds and help us to explain and help us to um, acknowledge the importance of marriage, help us to show people that marriage is a wonderful and great thing. And that if somebody's having an issue with their marriage, that they will get something out of this that may help their marriage to thrive and to flourish in the way that you want our marriages to do. We love you, Lord. We thank you for your love and your mercy. For this, I pray in your holy name. Amen. Amen. All right now. So, so as, oh, go ahead. No, you no, talk. no. <laughs> Go ahead, husband. No, no, you talk. No, I was just saying the different points and the keys that me and you was talking about. Mm-hmm. And one thing that stuck out to me um, as married people starting to get married uh, or people thinking about marriage is so much to consider, right? <clears throat> and as you get married, you have a lot of decisions to make in the sense of once you get married, you have to leave your mother and your father home. Right. right, but you got to. You want to talk about the text first? Yes, look, go ahead. Go with the text. Um, in Genesis, <laughs> <laughs> in Genesis two twenty four, it says, "A man shall leave his father and mother, and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh." Yes. So with with that, so with, how with, does that what does that mean to you? To me, that means that now I become one with my husband, or the person you desire to marry. Mm-hmm. You now putting away everything else, but you becoming one with your husband or wife. Right. And you going to start a life together. That means you're going to take your stuff that you have at your parents' house and you're going to then, you and your husband are going to... Well, your own house. Oh, you your own, own house, house yeah. yeah. And you, you both establish a place together and start doing things as oneness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like all of your decisions you know, paying bills together, you know, just handling life together. And you're doing that without any interrupting from anybody on the outside right. of your union. Right, because people may oppose to you doing it, but that's yeah. not, it doesn't matter. So pretty much what you're saying is that God's principle mm-hmm. is that couples, once you're married, you should move out of your parents' house or move together. Mm-hmm. And this is when you're married, not when you're not married. Right. Because, you know, nowadays we have the with the co-ed and, you know the like you know co- let's live co- together before co-habilita- we mm-hmm. co-habita- what's that word co-habitable or co-habitation co-habitation yeah co-habitation right 
right? Where, oh, let's try it out and see. Yeah, well, that's living and, together before marriage. Right. Right. And so, you know, you get married. And then even, as you said earlier, when we was talking, you didn't say it. I was waiting for you to say it. Yeah. But even if you have to move into a shack. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think it's important that you 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 both establish a place, and not all the time. You know, when you first get married, you may not have all the funds, but if that's the case, then you look for something. Even if it's just, I said, like my husband said before, yeah, we, a shack, or yeah, even if it's we, just a one bedroom, or even if you whatever you got to do, you don't need to continue on in your parents. We house. did that. Yeah, I don't know if you remember, but we did that because when we got married, we got married suddenly, so nobody knew that. Yeah. nobody knew. Mm-hmm. And then I think you was living with your sister. Yeah, I had my and own I came, apartment, and I came to you, and yeah. I said, "I says, uh, babe, we're gonna have to ask your sister to move back to your mom's house." Yeah, well, she was well not we, we could have moved. To, happy. We could have moved to the house that you had initially, but I didn't like it, so I was like, you know, well, what? no, we couldn't move there either because I had a roommate. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, we, I'm just saying with the sense of right, we couldn't have moved to where you were staying at the time. Yeah, because we it was. It was roach infested, but it wasn't because it was nasty. <laughs> no, we had a was, let people know we had a tree, a tree that was no, you had a tree. I, didn't I have had a tree. a tree. Okay. Yeah, I had a tree. The house <laughs> had been abandoned. They fixed it up. Right. But the tree had it was what do you call it? Like a roach tree. It yeah, was it's like, like a, a roach tree. Yeah. Yeah. So the roaches were there. The house was clean, but the you know it was a one the thing is it was a really nice home. Yeah. But it was just that the area, I think, where it was. Yeah. And the it roaches had all were the, just it wasn't just yeah. that one tree had several trees. Because yeah. it was like woodsy. It's like the, the woods. Yeah, the woods the roaches were just whew. and you know, down south, they wasn't no Liberty Baby roaches. No, these okay? are big old flying cockroaches. <laughs> these, <laughs> these big water books. Okay? These things they fly at you be like like, why are you in my way? Get out my way. <laughs> so I was like, it ain't no way we moving there. So I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Especially since, yeah, yeah. A couple of times you came out of the visit, we watching the movie, and you like, is what's that on my shoulder? <laughs> you like, what? From that day on, I said, you ain't got the word about me coming over your house. You ain't got the word about me coming back ah. over there. And I didn't, because you know, you know me and both. I don't even play like that. <laughs> But uh, anyway, get back to the to the point. Yeah. So even if <laughs> so, you the gotta, point is, even we, if you got to live in the shack. No, but not just that. Then we even moved into when we moved, we even moved into like a couple of hotels and stuff. We always yeah. had our own. I think we was just trying place. to figure out when you first get married. Sometimes you're just trying to figure out some things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that was our situation for us. You know, and as we got more established in our marriage, you know, as things start working out, we start we got our own place, and you know, life start growing. So I just think it's important because I feel if you stay in your parents' home, then it could because everybody going to have an opinion about what your life should be like. Yeah. So I just think, you know, especially with your parents, your parents going to have a, a one track mind because they're going to think, well, this is how I think your life should be. Right. right. So when you get married, you move away so you can start learning life for yourself with your spouse. True. So you're not doing it. You're not doing it alone initially. You're right. doing it with your your husband or your wife and God. Yeah, and that way you get. And to... God would then lead you because God blessed the child to have His own. Yeah. So you have to remember to just stay connected together and let God work it out because He will. Yeah. So then we're going to go to the next point, and that's something that we talked about, but we definitely believe in this, What's and that? that's continuing your courtship. Definitely. And we're going to go with Romans twelve verse ten. And it says, be kindly affectionate to one another and honor giving preference to one another. Mm. And I know just recently for the first time and ever, we actually got to spend the weekend just me and you. And it was just nice to be able to go out for a walk or mm-hmm. 
just you know go back to the hotel just me and you no kids just spending time nothing. together yeah and just you know but it's something that even though we have kids because we always let the kids be our crutch and say oh we can't do anything because of the kids yeah but which, I, to... which i told you before that's a future 2023 god willing we fit to start doing some things differently we can't always say oh because we got the kids you know or something like that we got to start making some real memories we're getting older and you know we need to enjoy life as it is one and one verse that I do like is First Corinthians seven thirty four. It says, "She who is married cares how she may please her husband." I must admit, once I got married, I was always like, "Ooh, how can I? Or what am I going to do as a wife to please my husband?" Yeah, because I mean, you know, what was I going to do to please my wife? Yeah, my wife as a as you said as a husband as a wife. I said as a wife. I was wondering how I was going to please my husband. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It sounded like yeah. you said as like you was a husband. I'm sorry. <laughs> I bet not be a husband. I, was, I, I, I hope not. I was 17 years of, of lies and deceit. I don't know. Yeah, no. I no, want a no, divorce. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It ain't even nothing like that going on, okay? Mm, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was just, you know, I always used to be wondering how can I you do that. But I realized as time went on after 17 years of marriage now, you once you start learning your spouse and their ways and different things like that, you start learning then how what they, they don't like and what they do like. And then you're able to do certain things to please your your spouse to make things better in the marriage. Yeah. To grow. And I think as we've been married 17 years and even to this day, it's still good for us to surprise each other every now and then with mm-hmm. with little gifts and mm-hmm. little affectionate things. Yeah. Um, you know, let's try like like almost like try to keep I was listening to something earlier and it said every day is a new day. Yeah. Every day is a new day mm-hmm. in our marriage. Yeah. So we can make it what it is. Yeah. And we can make it better each day. We can try to I love each other. Ooh, uh, we could that, try to good. we could try to um appease each other, be affectionate more towards it. I know me personally being affectionate affectionate has not always been my strong suit, but right. I am trying I am getting better. Yeah. I must admit you um, are. But I did make a point to you today, you know, which it's is a point of if you're in a marriage, would you rather somebody be which is a good point, which I think we could discuss, but would you rather have me be affectionate and not hardworking or hardworking and not as affectionate? And you picked I said hardworking. Yeah, I did say hardworking. With a little because with I a think, little affection. Because Only because I, I, I think the affectionate you can I think hardworking is hard to build into somebody to do. I think that's something that it's yeah. upbringing. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree with that. I think when you have a husband that's, because the husband, you know, being a provider of the home, he's, he's if he got that instilled in him through the way he was raised to his, his parents, then it had flourished in his marriage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then the affection part, I think, is something that can grow in a marriage. You can learn. You can learn. Yeah, because maybe that, your right? wife or your husband can be, one of you guys are going to be more affectionate. Yeah. So that person can then show you how to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just keep the love growing. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And, and expressing how you feel. And all, one thing, more than anything in your marriage is to always, which is something that you do. We talked about this. Like, I'm going to say this because I've told you this before. I know sometimes you may be on the phone and whatever, but I hate when you enter the phone, you're just like, what? Or hey. Right. <laughs> I think that you should always greet your spouse with affection. I, I agree with that. 
Because a lot of times when you do that, I think something's wrong. That's true. And, and I'm it, like, what's wrong? And then you're like, nothing's wrong. And I'm like, but the way you just answered the phone, you know, it's me calling. It's not like, right. it's not like you, you got a call. It's ID. not like you see an unknown number <laughs> and you're like, who's this? Right. You know, it says husband or whatever you have my name under. Right. Because I don't, I honestly don't know what you have me under. I on have your phone. you up on the husband okay. hubby. Or I have you as tower, wife or wife tower. Right. So I, but see, that's what I'm saying. I don't even know. We're going to get to that point too in a minute. <laughs> but no, I mean, I'm talking about with, there's a point that I want to, we're going to get to that. Right. But, you know, I hate when you enter the phone, you're just like, hey, what? Yeah. And I'm like, why you answer? You know, it's me. Why are you answering like that? It's and almost, he, he, you know, what? I almost get defensive because I'm like, did I do something wrong? Well, that's true. That's what I'm saying. The, the vibe that you put off to your husband or wife can, you know, either going to help it or it's going to hurt it. Can start it start the conversation yeah. right off on the it, wrong foot because yeah, I'm like, definitely. Hey, I'm calling to check on you. You're mm-hmm. like, what? And I'm like, okay, I was just calling to check on mm-hmm. you. Like, why are you? You do that sometimes. And I'm like, why are you answer the phone like that? Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes if I, I didn't just got off a call that, that, that you that's know, not that. No, no I'm, just saying, I'm, I'm telling you, I I'm telling you that. sometimes, but I get off a phone call sometimes, or I could be irritated. I could be driving in, in, in serious traffic. Right. Because matter of fact, that happened. Right. When I was in traffic the other day and I wasn't paying it, I was listening. You was talking mm-hmm. and I was listening, but you took it as me being upset with you or whatever not being attentive towards you right and you got upset yeah yeah see how easy it can happen yeah, it can happen and i was so like I, was, I had to explain like I, w- I was just concentrating i'm in the pouring rain i'm mm-hmm. trying to concentrate i heard what you were saying i just didn't have nothing to say at that moment because i'm trying to get home mm-hmm. you know so it does you, that's what i'm saying we have to be when we're talking to each other we have to be more affectionate we have to be more understanding and no you know don't talk to me like i'm some john Joe, Joe, just walking down the street. Yeah, yeah. So I th- just just call and be like, "Hey, babe, you just that conversation just to start off really nice." Yeah, you know what I mean. Hey, husband. You even say sometimes, "Hey, husband." Yeah, that's fine. Hey, you know, right? Even if you say, "Hey, Pedro," I'd be fine with that. Yeah, you really don't call me Pedro, but <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just even if you said that, be like, you know, yeah. But when you like what, I'm like, it's almost like you saying, "What do you want?" And I'm like. You know what? I'll just talk to you later. I do that sometimes to you. But you know what? I, I I just think important is that if I don't, you have to be careful and just don't take more out of your marriage than you can put in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to, because I feel whatever you do, whether it's it's like if you got an attitude, that's what you're going to get out. If you're showing love and appreciation and how you talk to your spouse, then you're going to get that back. Mm-hmm. You know, since what you attract to yourself is what you get back. That's just how oh, yeah. I feel and, about that. And that's true because... As we know, the lack of love is one of the biggest destroyers of mm-hmm. marriage. Yeah, definitely. So well, because gonna... love overcomes, doesn't that... it? Jesus' love for us, yeah, it overcomes, overcame. Yeah. <laughs> because if His love for us wasn't the way it is, we wouldn't be saved. That's true, wouldn't we? That's true. So love do overcome things that you go through in, yes, in, in your marriage. If does you it both, not? Yes, if you both if you both are in love and and use the love in the right term, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So on another point we're going to use is that when you get married, remember that you got married for a reason yeah. and God did put you together for a reason. Definitely. Um, I'm going to say something that may kind of contradiction of itself mm-hmm. as somebody has been divorced twice. Uh, yeah, I believe we was put together, but also I believe that we was also separated on purpose. I think I, it, it sound, as weird as it may sound, to, this is my personal opinion. Okay. I think that it prepared me to be married to you. 
Mm. You know, I don't, I don't like that I've been divorced twice. I don't, I don't glorify it. Yeah. I just, it did happen. Yeah. But I think it provided me with the know-how and what I needed to do. So when I met you and we got married, that's why part of the reason why we've been married for 17 years is because the, of the experience that I had in previous marriages. But, but you know, one thing I think about your divorces is that when you first got married, you was, you was real young. Yeah. You didn't really know what marriage really consists of. No. You got into it at a young age, had a child. Mm-hmm. So, then, you know, if you think about the background of I mean, how it all started. Yeah. And then we got versus divorced. to where you are now, it's totally different. Yeah. Your mindset was different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And even as you enter into your second marriage, it still wasn't great. Yeah. You know what I mean? You had some inconsistencies there. Yeah. And then you still was growing. You know what I mean? You had a lot going on. Then you had a child out of that marriage. And then you had a little break before well, you met me. Well, I, you know this to be a fact that I, before I was divorced in both marriages, mm-hmm. I did, we did try. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure you both. We both tried. Did, no, I say we yeah. both tried, not you and me. Yeah, we I, uh, both yeah, tried. Not us. Yeah. We both tried to make it work. Yeah. And then it just got to a point where we just knew that this was not going to work. Yeah. So it's not like I got married and it was like, Oh, this is not going to work? Okay, I'm out. No, but, we did try. But you know, you, you never it know just, sometimes yeah. how God is taking you through different situations. We sometimes right. don't see his, his, we don't see his plan mm-hmm. all the time. And then it's not until sometimes you later on in life, you sit back and say, oh, that's what Jesus was doing. You know what I'm saying? He got me, he put me there because he wanted to see me here. Right. You get what I mean? So, you know, uh, that's why marriage is going into marriage is a very serious thing. Right. You know, make, you know, we sometimes make, um, you know, quick decisions when we have children with people and have sex, you know, outside of marriage and then become pregnant. And then you're like, OK, let's get married. So people then make that choice, but not necessarily that they had they needed to get married because they mm-hmm. had the child. Right. But then some people say, well, I don't want my child to not have a mother or a father. You know what I'm saying? So they make that decision based on that. Right. But then as the marriage, you know, you enter into it, you have all these other issues because it, that you don't solve. And then yeah. once the children get older, then that's why a lot of marriages and later on because they fail. Yeah. They, right. But uh, we didn't get into the text. I just wanted to say so. Matthew 19, verse six. I'm just paraphrasing, but it says, therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate mm-hmm. or put us under. Yes. And, you know, is. Because pretty much the devil wants us to break our marriage. He Definitely. wants us to to um, have a problem and say, you know what? I'll just go find somebody else. Mm-hmm. Or I'll just go, you know, be with somebody else. Or I don't need anybody. Right. That's a new That's a new age. We're in a new generation. Everybody thinks that you should be just by yourself. Yeah, that you can just do everything you can alone. do everything alone. Mm-hmm. And that's not the way God intended. God intended for us to to have a spouse. Um. That was his his plan. Now, sometimes you may not find the spouse right away, mm-hmm. and you you know, then you hold on to God and the Lord, and you 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 follow Him until you find that spouse, until He brings that spouse alone, mm-hmm. along. But um, yeah, I don't know why that new that's the new concept now is that I don't need a man or I don't need a woman to survive. I don't um, like that concept. Yeah, we do because I I think. I'm saying I don't like that. No, no, I'm saying I don't like it either because I think we need we need to have that somebody that you can share your life with and that you can pray with, that you can lean on, right? That you can lean on, yeah, right, yeah, and have your fears and your likes and your dislikes, Mm -hmm. you know, and that you can just you know have a good time with and spend time together with. Yeah, because when you got that person that you can talk to and they can say, "Honey, I know it's not easy." 
You know what I'm saying? You just, just that little, you know, that, that person that you can talk to that can really get you over that hump. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? Because you're not going to always, you know, be able to always just figure it out by yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because even even through you, prayer, God can lead people in your life to help you through your situation. Right. And I mean, even even still, even at that point, too, even like it's not necessarily that you're going to have children because not every couple has children. That's true. Sometimes whatever reason the husband or the wife can't produce or can't, you know, you know, have children. Yeah. But that don't mean that you still should not have a spouse to that you can grow with. Yeah, definitely. And just go on vacations with. Yeah. And do things with. Mm -hmm. You know, and just and, enjoy and life. Just enjoy with. life. Mm -hmm. But you have that person that you you know doing it. Trust me, I. The funny thing is, well, with marriage, I believe even though we're together, I still think that we should have a long time. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, like I like to go through things on my own, mm -hmm. and you like to go do things on your own. Mm -hmm. That's what I love about this house. Yeah, is that sometimes even though we're married and we get together, we have times where we will go. You'll be downstairs, I'll be upstairs. Right. Sometimes I'll come downstairs, you go upstairs. It right. just depends. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think you like to come in the room just to irritate me, but that's okay. <laughs> no, you know? I sometimes I just like to come in my room because I come in my room. And then I know when no. I come in there, I'll be going to have a conversation. And but then my conversation is when you watching football, right? And it's always well, I like that. No, and no, I'm no. Like, you know, I thought about that, right? I did think about this real quick. I watch football, but luckily because we're in the UK. Football comes on about 6.15 here. It starts at 6.15 mm -hmm. on a Sunday. Right. U.S. Now, football, right? U.S. football, yes. Yeah. Now, I'll spend the whole day with you and the kids. Mm -hmm. I'll do things with you and the kids. Right. So when 6.15 comes, I can then go be by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I? We'll go to the pool. We'll go to the park. We'll go to the store. We'll do things yeah, together. I, you know, I agree with you. I think we all need our own separate time where we just have our me times to ourselves. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. But then I also think it's important that you spend time together. We do. And do and no, that's no, my no. Point. No, I'm just saying that's mm -hmm. your point that you're making. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I agree with you. Because, like, totally. we lived in the States. The game will be starting at one or three o'clock in the afternoon where right. we would be trying to you'd be like, Oh, can we go to the store? Can we go to the park? Can we go to the pool? Right. And I was like, uh uh, we can't go. <laughs> but I I'm I'm blessed because I can watch it later mm -hmm. and then I get the time to myself. Mm -hmm. But then you still want to come upstairs and start having a conversation. <laughs> I'm like, um, I just spent the whole day with you. Can I have two hours by myself? Thank you very much, right. ma'am. Yeah. Okay. Just you know. <laughs> but you know, that but we didn't even get to this point, but remember, that's one thing with us, because as we have talked about in previous podcasts, to all the faults and everything that has happened in our marriage, we always knew that God put us together and he put us together for a reason. Yeah. So we've always, we said, we're going to stick it out no matter what. We're going to keep, we're going to keep hanging in there no matter what, because God wanted us. He put us together for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I also Through believe all the, yeah. the problems that we've had, yeah. all the situations we've had, mm -hmm. good and bad. We've always said, you know what? God put us together. So we got to remember that more than anything else is that what God has put together, he put us, he put you together for a reason. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And even if you're going through some hard times, God can change the heart of a person. I truly believe that. that and I love that God. If worked, the person wants to be the, changed. If the person wanted, but I love that God worked from the inside out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because without that, if your heart is nasty, then 
you I don't it don't matter what you look like on the outside. Right. Because if you decide to be together and stay together mm -hmm. and be happy, God will provide that for you. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Because if we're with God, all things are possible. Mm -hmm. So we like you said, you know, if definitely with me, I was in a bad place and use a you say use a prayer over me while I was sleeping. And I know God changed my spirit and my heart that you know that I would be better towards you and my family. Not that I was being mean to you, right. but that I was just doing some things that I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. And God had to kind of smack me and and smack me down and tell me, okay, you need to you need to do right or you're gonna lose her. Right. But imagine if my thoughts was like, he's never gonna or, or our marriage is never gonna heal. Our marriage is never gonna grow. Those type of thinking will never, you'll never allow God in to change even your thing. Because even though God is changing you and your husband's heart, he also needs to change your thoughts too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have to, bad thoughts can destroy a marriage. If you right. all, if yeah. you always like, you always negative, never supportive, always just everything is always never going to be like, so if you got that mindset, then. It's funny you said that because the last time you left when we lived in Bermuda and you mm -hmm. left to go to Alabama, mm -hmm. I did think that. You did. I didn't want you to go. And I was, I could have stopped you from going. Yeah. But I said, you know what? I'm going to support my wife. And I made sure he had every uh, apartment, a car, made sure he had everything in mm -hmm. Alabama. Even though I did, I firmly disagreed with that situation. Yeah. yeah. But I still supported you. Mm -hmm. And that's when I knew that I loved you because I was like, only a crazy man would let his wife leave with his children. With the thought that they don't even have to come back if they don't want to. Because mm. once you hit the States, it's not like I can go visit. But you, you know what? <laughs> Sometimes when frustration set in in a marriage and, you know, your thoughts are, your thoughts in the wrong place, you make temporary well, decisions. Well, that's what I said, to, I said to myself. She's just making a temporary decision. Yeah. She'll go. She'll see. And God will work it out. And if we were to make, if we were to make it, then we are to make it. If we yeah. don't, then we don't. Mm -hmm. But I'm still going to support you no matter what. You know what? And, and and this is goes to the verse that I love. Proverbs 23, 7. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. So as I was going through that process of um, in our marriage, I, I was always thinking, okay, we can work this out. Our marriage can work. Let, let me go back to my husband and work this thing out. If, if, if I was up under the mindset of not thinking that or thinking that my marriage can work, then guess mm -hmm. what? It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. Right, because if you start if thinking, I thought that, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, it yeah. would just, it will fall. So what you're saying is like, if you sat there and say, "Why am I married to him?" Yeah, maybe this was a mistake. I shouldn't be married mm -hmm. to him. And I didn't let people, because trust me, I had a lot of people saying, "Girl, go ahead and get a divorce. Go look for a lawyer." Go, you know, I had a lot of, I had a lot of negative, you know, people talking to me. And if I would have allowed that to take place, then that's why you got to be careful who you talk to. When you're going through situations in your marriage, you got to be careful who you share information with because not everybody going to be on your side. Would you guys stand together? Because some people would like to see things fall apart. You know, when on that subject, right? I'm going to, I think I never told you this, mm -hmm. but we had a situation where we knew a couple mm -hmm. and the couple had issues. Right. And there was really bad issues, not abuse or nothing, but mm -hmm. just other issues. And I actually, I always felt bad because I actually said to the wife one day, have you ever considered leaving? Mm. And I didn't mean it in a sense of leaving, but it was more because the problem that they was having was a problem that was going to be something that would not go away. Mm -hmm. um, it just didn't seem like the person wanted to fix the problem. 
Right. So that was, and I always felt bad saying that to her. Right. I've always felt guilty saying that to her. I know what I meant when I said it to her. I think at that but, time, the way you think now versus how where you right, was at that time. But I time. wasn't at that time. I wasn't thinking. Of, I want to say that now. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't say that now. But I'm, but I know now that they still have some issues going on from that issue from, and that was over ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, but you know, when you you in marriages that suffering from different addictions, um, um, mental health in marriage, mm-hmm. and just all of these different things that's going on that can affect a marriage from even you know succeeding on, you know, it's 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 never easy, but to always be able to see it's those hard times that you have to really fight through. You know the funny, uh, yeah, that too. But uh, I'm, I'm, you're exactly right on that. But also with the guarding your thoughts, which just popped into my head was that, you know, that's you was talking about people not telling you, not letting people tell you what to do. Yeah, it was like, oh, you know, you should just leave and that and that. Also, reading stuff mm-hmm. and 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 just um, reading stuff, looking at stuff. Mm-hmm. That you got to guard your thoughts of stuff like that. Yeah, that's why I always was honest with you. That's why I always told you upfront everything, mm-hmm. so nobody could come to you and said, "Oh, I heard this, or I heard that." Right. Even when we was not together, we still talked. Yeah. That was, I think, that was, you know, the thing because I think at that time we actually had more better conversations on the phone than we did in person. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that was our way of like healing. Yeah. Was like we would talk to each other on the phone, and then we would work it out over the phone, and then we got back together in person. Then we'll talk about what we yeah. talked about on the phone. Yeah. Because yeah. we was able to come. It was almost like we had we couldn't be around. We're different now. We could be around each other now and talk. Yeah. That's it, where it, it that's where we're like, different right. in that marriage. Right. But before we used have to, we would talk over the phone and then come together and talk about it mm-hmm. and then work it out that way. But I never had no no negative thoughts about you or let um no thoughts come into my head of like, oh, we're not gonna be married. Mm-hmm. I had fear sometimes of like I wonder if she's going to come back to me, mm-hmm. but I would never I would never have said that to you. Right, I never said that. Like, are you going to come back? I do. I think I did actually once. You mm-hmm. know, the last time. Are you going to come back? And you was like, I don't know. Right. I remember that like it was yesterday. Imagine and that scared me. Right, and I and I always say to myself, I imagine if I would have let my thoughts take control of me. Yeah, you wouldn't have came back. You know, and and it actually just went into. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just it just would have been a good thing because I would have then allowed how I felt at that time to determine my future. Yeah. With you in our marriage and stuff. And so. then also it opens up the door to other people. Mm-hmm. Cause that's when the devil sends other people to slide in and say, oh, what's going on? Oh, what and happened? They have, they have a turd of Girl, have what a happened? different motive. Oh, man, what's up? Or why they're asking. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, you know, they befriend you. And the next thing you know. You're not really liked you all this time, and the next thing you know, hmm. it's just yeah. yeah, and it's very that's why rare you need sometimes. To guard your thoughts. Right. That's why it's very know. rare sometimes you may have somebody that's in your corner encouraging you. I say, I say far fetched from few people, right? You know what I'm saying? But I say most times you'll never know who for your marriage and who you know and who against it until you're going through hard times, yeah. So, but definitely, so okay. we're gonna also. So with that point of guarding your thoughts, mm-hmm. that's why we keep Christ mm-hmm. as the center of your home. Yep. And we're going to go with um, Psalms 127, verse 1. Mm-hmm. And it says, unless the Lord builds the house, mm-hmm. they labor in vain who built it. Mm-hmm. Or Proverbs 3, verse 16. Mm-hmm. 
Proverbs 3, verse 6. Yes. Which says, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Definitely. We tell our children this all the time. Mm-hmm. Let God lead you. Mm-hmm. We 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 don't make decisions in this household without talking to God first as That's a family. Right. That's right. We we try to just end by ourselves, too. Because mm-hmm. you can pray by yourself, and you can pray as a family. Definitely. Um, everything we do is based on what we what we feel God has impressed on us to do. Mm-hmm. We don't do anything without letting God come to it first yeah. and and show us what we need to do. Because if you don't do that, you can make you can make decisions based on lust. Yeah, make decisions based on what you want and mm-hmm. not what God wants. Yeah, right. make decisions based on how you feel and not what you really need to do. Definitely, you know, because you do it based on the emotions, and we try to keep. We try to keep emotions out because emotions always lead to disasters. Definitely. Um, always. In always. everything you do, in our marriage, with our children, everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we always try to keep Jesus the center of our home. And that's as a matter. If you do that in your marriage, I'm not saying that you're still not going to have issues. Yeah, you're going to have. You're still not going to have arguments. Tribulations, yeah. But if you have God first, mm-hmm. he, can, he can turn the tide on a lot of those things before you even... Um, get to, get that to point. the point mm-hmm. where it's manifesting itself. Right. You know, be a praying family. Pray mm-hmm. together. Pray mm-hmm. as a family. Pray by yourself. Right. Prayer. Prayer is easy. Prayer is cheap. Prayer is power. Yeah. Prayer is power. Exactly. You know, it's power and it's prayer. It's easy to pray. Mm-hmm. It's easy to pray. Mm-hmm. And we have in in a marriage. That's one of the most important things that you can do. That's right. In a marriage is to pray mm-hmm. because praying together will always help you more than it will hurt you. Definitely. It don't do anything else but pray. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just, it just, you know. Even helps. when you're growing apart in the marriage and things are just going, you know what I'm saying? you you Sometimes some couples say, oh, I'm going in another direction than you. I just think it's important for us to keep God in the center so that you won't grow apart. Right. You know what I mean? If you just allow, allow God to do that for your marriage. I agree. So we're going to go on one last topic for the day. And that's the, I should have led with God as a center last, but yeah, main thing is, because I think I'm proud of us for this one. That's why I think I left it for last. And that's to never go to bed angry mm-hmm. with one another. Definitely. It says, do not let Ephesians 4, 26 says, do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Yeah. Um, I think we have gone to bed angry. Yeah. With each other. Mm-hmm. But not, you know, that's because of the circumstances we was under sometimes. But the weird thing is we'll wake up the next morning and we'll, it's like, you couldn't, I will not sleep well. I couldn't sleep the whole time. Yeah. I'd be and up we would, in the middle and then of the we'll night. end up having the discussion in the morning because we're like, look, we can't be mad at each other. We can't. I think it's only been once or twice where we woke up and we were still mad. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that we was always perfectly like, mm-hmm. you know, but we, we, like I said, We've been married with 17 years and we're never once like out of anger be like I'm sleeping on the couch. Right. Or I'm sleeping in another room. Mm-hmm. We've we've been we've been mad with each other and slept in the same bed still. Yeah. Even though we was mad, but it wasn't good that we did that. And like we said, we was in a different spot, a different place in our mind thinking mm-hmm. and process at that time. But I I know now if we would have been the way we are now, we wouldn't have did that. Yeah. Even if we have to be up and talk. In the middle of the night, we mm-hmm. would have got up and talked. Yeah. Um, and discuss and be like, look, we need to figure out, we need to come to a compromise. Yeah, definitely. You know, before we go to sleep. Because mm-hmm. as we've learned, 
um, life is not promised to you. It's you not. can be gone in a minute. Yeah. And I would hate to have an argument or be mad at you and go to sleep and don't wake up. Yeah. That's why it's good for us to let these things go, put these things behind us. Forgetting those things which are behind, Philippians mm -hmm. 3.13, we have to be able to just let it go. You don't hold on to it. Holding on to it is not going to fix the situation. Mm -mm. It's and just going to cause more anger. It's just going to be, you can continue to be mad. It just, you just, you can't grow. And you need to be bigger at the bigger person. Just say, look, you know what? Because I even come to you and I say, look, I don't apologize for what I said, but I apologize that I hurt your feelings. Yeah. I do say that to you sometimes. Sometimes yeah. when I, if I feel I didn't say anything wrong, I'd be like, look, I, I apologize for hurting your feelings or making you feel the way you feel. Right. I don't apologize for some of the things I said. I do believe what I said. Yeah. But, you know, I think that just coming back to apologize sometimes makes all the difference. Definitely. You know, Definitely. and just being, you know, it's not about being first. It's about just apologizing. Definitely. It can diffuse. It's been times where I've just come and said, look, okay, I'm sorry that this high. And it changes your whole temperament it towards does. me. It does. And your whole anger that you may have towards me, it mm -hmm. changes. It does. And you feel, and you're like, okay, you know what? I could have handled that a little differently. Mm -hmm. And then we start the conversation of what we was mad about. We talk about it and we get it sorted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. That's why, yeah, never do that because it, it just never ends well. Definitely. So let's let's pray. Well, first we just, yeah, go ahead. You want to pray? Yeah, let's go pray. ahead. Lord, thank you so much for marriages. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to to be together and to grow. Lord, allow people to know that marriage is important and that you want them to last. You want them to work things out, even though they're going through hard times. Lord, be with the, the marriages that are struggling right now, trying to figure out what to do. But if they just lean on you and, and you can give them all the peace that they need. Lord, we love you and we thank you for your grace and for your mercy and for allowing us to do this podcast today. Lord, I pray in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining on us. On Marriage Can Heal podcast. Mm -hmm. If you would like to ask a question, you can always send us an email. That's right. At marriage can heal podcast at gmail.com that's right um if you're a married couple and you want to come on and talk about your marriage or how you met mm -hmm. please hit us up and we'll be happy to have you join us mm -hmm. uh, you can also if you would like to support our ministry you can cash app us at the, the british pound sign marriage can heal too that's right or you can go to at goddess land for paypal that's right we thank you for joining us we thank you for all your support and love and we thank you for those who are watching and listening to us on Adventures Radio London. Mm -hmm. Please tune in tomorrow morning between 7 and 9 to The Breakfast Club. They're on Monday through Friday, mm -hmm. 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. I mean, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., mm -hmm. The Breakfast Club with Josephine, Pastor Ray, and Paul Lee. Mm -hmm. It's a great show. They talk about different things, and they it's really fun. They have a good time, and I think you will it's enjoy uplifting. it. Yeah. Um, if you're in the States and you're looking at this, you can always figure out the time but you can go on to like a UK um, radio station or DAB and you can listen to them there. Yeah. And it's through Aventus Radio London. That's right. And we have other shows that come on too. And they have an app on the app store. Yeah, they do have an app, Aventus Radio London app. Mm -hmm. So please take a listen. I think you'll be um, thoroughly blessed. We want to thank you all for joining us again. And until next time, also, by the way, actually we'll be having, next week we'll be having part two. That's right, of this. Of Keys to a Happy Marriage. That's right. Um, so please join us next week. Thank you for watching. And this is Tara. This is Pedro. The Marriage Can Heal podcast. Peace. Peace.
Drop the beat now.